everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about our favorite TV villain. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and on today's episode, we're talking about our favorite TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, you feel like, I feel like Joey in that in that mm, noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh and on today's episode we're talking about our favorite reality tv villains <laughs> you gotta leave that entire thing in so how did you find this i i thought it was like pretty easy to make a list it was easy for me to make a list, but I have realized that I don't have nearly as many as I thought I might. But what's interesting is, so for me, I have two categories of TV, of reality TV. I almost did it again. Of reality TV villains, because there are some that I like love to hate. There are some that I think it's, I love that they're on the show and their presence is great, even though they're a monster. But some of them I just hate and like they're close to ruining the show for me. I have two that are like that where they're so annoying that I really dislike them. And then there are a couple that I, I actually love that they're on the show because even though they're like the villain, I love watching them. The first one I wrote down um, is Chad from the bachelorette from Jojo. Oh my gosh. Classic. So to me, I haven't seen. So Jojo was the first bachelorette season that I ever really watched every episode weekly. And it set the bar extremely high because Chad, I think is far and away one of the best villains on the bachelorette that i've seen and i think that like a lot of times i wish that the villain of the bachelorette season was more like chad i think he was (laughs) so ridiculous i was watching a compilation because i needed a jogged memory of what he was like i just remembered thinking he was hysterical on the season because he's like a monster but i couldn't remember specifics of how he acted and what he said chad is almost like as pure as a villain can get yes there's no redeeming qualities about him at all (laughs) he's just a pure full-blown villain just antagonized them for no reason he was just like he was rude to everyone including jojo i didn't even get what his motivation for being on the show was why was he even there he didn't even seem like he wanted to be there and i like i know it's dangerous to label people in terms of mental health disorders and stuff clearly we're not qualified to do that but i do believe he's an actual sociopath and I have one other on my list that I, from from actually the same franchise that I also believe is. Really? Yeah. <laughs> who, who is that? Bennett. The thing about Bennett, though, is that like he almost fooled us. He had us there for a minute. Yes! Which actually tells me that he's very skilled. He was so scary. By the end, his behavior on the two-on-one or what or the small two what yeah. like the version of the two on one was I, honestly I, I, terrifying. I can't believe that I ended up who was um what was his, what was the guy he was with name I can't remember. I don't remember either, but I ended up rooting for him. Me too, and I couldn't believe it because I couldn't stand him prior to that. The presentation of the gifts that he gives him 
so deeply frightening. The way he continued to refer back to that book. Yeah. In in such a cut and dry and like systematic way. Yeah. These are the four facets. And I've read this book three times and you're missing two of the four. And like, he's just so scary. <laughs> like a scary robot. <laughs> he also has a perfectly chiseled face. He looks like Clark Kent. It's very scary. He, because in the beginning, he was fine. He was sort of funny. And on the dates, I actually liked him a little bit. And I was, I thought he might do well, but then, you know, took a turn for the worst. <laughs> really? Can we talk about how this season, you know, everyone jokes about how there are like always seven Ashleys on every season yeah. and like that. So this season had. Ben, Bennett, Blake, Blake, Brandon, and Brendan. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Oh my gosh. By the way, not to change the subject immediately in the center of this conversation, but I realized that by me mentioning Bennett, I like totally pulled you off course about Chad. That's okay. Like, were you I, not done about n- Chad? No, I think I don't I I don't think I had much else to say about Chad. Were, did you have him written down? Chad? I didn't, but when I was thinking about it, he definitely stuck out. He was the first one that came to mind because he is like one of, I think, Bachelor Nation's most notorious villains. (laughs) I I have a vision in my head of him like traipsing through the woods outside the house in the dark. He was like playing into it at some point. (laughs) He he was a psycho. I was watching a video of him on his two-on-one and he was like, it's not always blueberries and air p- paper airplanes or something like that. He said shit like that constantly on the show where he would just make shit up. He would antagonize them and punch walls and doors. And then he would tell Jojo, I don't, these guys, they're like pretending they're in love with you and they're not in love with you. And it's like, Chad, shut up. <laughs> Nobody Such asked a you. freaking creep. Do you have anyone else from Bachelor Nation? I tried my best to only pick one from each show. Oh. Although there are a lot of, a lot that I could have picked multiples <laughs> from each show. In fact, um, I'm looking at my list right now. Every single show but one, mm-hmm. I could have picked more than one villain. Oh my gosh. So why don't you tell somebody else then that you have? So the OGs, Spencer and Heidi. I have not seen one second of The Hills. Boy, are you missing out. (laughs) I know. I really got to get on that. I don't even really know how to put into words what makes Spencer and Heidi (laughs) villains. Those of you who have seen it will like kind of know what I'm talking about. Which I've got to imagine is most people. Most people have seen The Hills. I'm sure I'm one of the few people who haven't. I'm actually surprised that you haven't. You would really enjoy it, even all these years later. Oh, I bet I would totally. I in fact... I think that might be something that I watch soon. I'll be interested to hear your opinion of them after you watch it. But basically, they're like both villains, but to each other, they're disturbingly enmeshed (laughs) and like weird. (laughs) That's I know I'm really not saying much, but that's pretty much the best I can do. (laughs) it's funny there's a couple that I have on my list from Big Brother that's sort of similar to that so Rachel and Brendan from Big Brother oh my god Rachel is one of my most hated people in reality TV she is so annoying she is Kathy was hugging Kristen and Hayden like they're her best friends in the world she's clearly showing what side she's on that's her voice she's like valley girl California annoying over the top 
girl. And would she you was, say her voice is worse than Jessica from Love is Blind? Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's not on my list, but like. <laughs> I think that she's worse because she was always at. So Jessica would was annoying her voice, but she's at like a five. Rachel was always at like a 12. She was screaming and running through the house and <laughs> laughing and so annoying. And so she had a an intense showmance with this guy, Brendan. And actually, they're still married as far as I know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you just say showmance? Yeah, that's what they is call them. Is this a term that you made up? No, this is a big brother exclusive term. They oh call my people gosh. who get involved with one another on the show. They call them showmances. I can't believe that's not a word used more often. As horrific as it is. To be honest, I thought it was in more re- in reality TV, not in life, but maybe <laughs> it is. I, I have I, no maybe idea. I just have missed it. I've heard it in Big Brother. I guess because there's not a lot of shows where it's it's strangers meeting and 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 potentially getting together. Yeah. So they they were a showman. And so they instantly were glued at the hip, Brendan and Rachel, and they like would parade their love around the house and just annoy everyone. And then famously, so I know you're not a big brother watcher, but like um, two people get nominated for eviction. And then um, there's a veto competition that they have the potential to win immunity back basically and take themselves off of the block. And so Brendan and Rachel were put up next to one another. So, and Brendan wins veto and has the ability to either take himself off the block or Rachel. And actually I might have this backwards. One of them wins and they use it on the other, which is unheard of. If you're on the block, you use it on yourself and they used it on each other. And it was, I swear, I hated that seat. They were so annoying. And then she comes back on her own in a different season and wins big brother. And I wanted to just murder her the entire time. I felt like you just were speaking a different language to me. Well, big brother watchers will know what I'm talking about. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But well, since you mentioned her, I did have Jessica from love is blind on my list. Oh, you did Jessica, the Messica. I did. Um, (laughs) she, and she was another one that I, she was on the borderline of whether or not I just hated her or loved hating her because the show would not have been nearly as good without her because her, insane relationship with mark was did you know that mark is 25 and i'm 35 i couldn't hear her say it one more time if i'm his mom and he brings a girl 10 years older than him to meet me i'm not happy i think i probably am about to get grilled i just think it's funny because mark is so gung-ho about oh yeah babe don't worry nothing to worry about and i think it's probably not gonna go that way I could not hear her say one more time that she was 10 years older than Mark. The whiplash in which someone could experience from her emotional journey through this thing was frightening. I mean, (laughs) mean, she would go from, she would try and make issues wherever there were no issues. She would, she came up with 60 reasons why she didn't want to be with Mark, but just continued to be with him. And then ultimately was like, I couldn't do it. It's like, yes, Jessica, we know you basically hate him. (laughs) That was so messed up that she pulled him led him along for so long i know because she's so she barely even liked mark i don't know what was she was doing who she was kidding herself into thinking she was gonna actually marry him i've got to say like as much as i really despised her Mm -hmm. 
I felt also at the same time really, really bad for her because I could see, and I'm sure you're shaking your head. I, I know you could too. Like I could see how much really deep insecurity and trauma and like stuff was going on underneath the surface that you know came what? out the way she it came actually out. really reminds me of Claire. Yeah. She I can see that totally very similar because of what you just said. I remember we talked a lot about Claire from this past season of the bachelorette and a lot of the same qualities were in both of them. Like she so clearly liked the other guy, Barnett, I think his name yeah. was like she so clearly wanted him, even though he had chosen somebody else. And I'm like, Jessica, just, just don't just like, like I you- wanted to sit down with her and say, you're better than this. And yeah. somewhere deep inside, you know, this, you're just struggling to like, find it. Pull yourself together, girlfriend. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm just glad that as horrible as she was to Mark the entire time, I'm just really glad she didn't marry him. Could yeah, you imagine? That would have been yeah. absolutely horrible. She was the most talked about one on the show, so you got to hand it to her for that. She at least, <laughs> she stole the show. Speaking of stealing the show, at least in my opinion, is James Kennedy from Vanderpump. I feel like James waltzed onto Vanderpump and was like, bitches, I'm here. He was immediately at a 75 on the scale. Like he came in like a freaking hurricane. I, I And honestly, he was the biggest villain to himself. Yes. No one could even give a shit about what you're doing, but you're ruining your own life. Get it together. Yeah, he actually is another one that I could see the pain and damage underneath all his behavior. And it sucks because you see flickers of who he really could be and who he wants to be. I actually don't think he's a bad guy. I think he has a really sensitive heart. I think he's a really loving guy. I always liked him, even though he was a monster sometimes. I actually always liked him. I will always root for his redemption. Totally. I can't believe he's still with that girl, though. Raquel. I feel conflicted about that. She seems, you know. Right. I mean, the dog party, the the dog birthday. I mean, that really is all you need to say about Raquel. That that whole... I, I I feel bad for her because I think we all know that, yes, he has cheated on her. And I know what it's like to be in a relationship where, like, you get that information and you don't want to believe it. So, like, I empathize with her. But at the same time, she is going far and beyond in terms of being blind to it and just believing him because she wants to it's it's she also is watch. like the closest i think a person a human person can be to acting like a deer she is like a deer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> she's she like a, a deer she is a deer in human form well speaking of vanderpump uh, i had to put you know the og Mr. Drax Taylor had to make my list. <laughs> I mean, talk about a redemption arc. I mean, wow, yeah. We we really saw Jax go through. I don't even think an emotional journey covers what went no. through Jax. I mean, he basically an absolute transformation. He transformed into a whole different person. Imagine what it's like for people, old people like me, who have been watching Vanderpump since the beginning well actually i think i maybe started watching during season two but Mm -hmm. basically since the beginning over all these years having that experience of jackson then watching him finally transform did i ever think did any of us ever think that jacks taylor would get married and have a kid no 
Well, because for those who don't know, I watched seven seasons of Vanderpump in like 25 days in April. (laughs) You guys, this girl right here watches TV faster than time. Like She can watch three one hour episodes in like 35 minutes. I honestly don't know how I watched it. I Vanderpump is is one of my crowned achievements. I've never watched a show as fast as I've watched Vanderpump. I I tore through it like my life was dependent on watching it. And you were texting me updates throughout the process of watching it. And I swear we would be talking about like season four and then I would blink and you would be like, oh my God, end of season five, episode 12. I can't believe this happens. And I'd be like, where did you sleep? (laughs) It was, and it was so nice to see him go through all of that because you, again, sort of like James Kennedy, you almost were rooting for him. Not in the beginning when he's a full monster. One of the most famous scenes in my head, I'm sure is probably for the whole show, is at the end of season one, I think, when Jax tells Stasi at Sir that he oh did cheat on her in Vegas. This is gonna be really hard for me to say. <clears throat> that a month before everything happened, I did go to Vegas and have relations with somebody else. This is iconic TV right now. This is a moment in that show. The I can see it in my head. What they were wearing, the look on his face when he's like, I have been lying to you this whole time. I was like, are doesn't you? doesn't feel like I did have sexual yeah. relations in Vegas. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, are you Bill Clinton? <laughs> And then the whole thing with Kristen. Oh my God. That's seared into my memory. What does he say? He's like, yes, we slept together twice. Yes. Yes. We slept together. How many times? Two times. Are you kidding me right now? The level of psychopathy from both of them to take the lie as far as they did. I genuinely didn't think that Jax was capable of conducting himself like a normal person. They over lied. They lie when it's not even necessary. And I, and I, when he first started to show his transformation, uh-huh. I so badly wanted to trust it, but I didn't because of all the years of what we've seen. Yeah. And then as time went on, I started thinking like, holy shit, this actually seems real. Yeah. He actually seems like he had, uh, I don't know, like an, an awakening or, or something. something. I, yeah. And it was from his father's passing, which I'll say for someone like him, I mean, that's probably one of the only things that could have actually. I was just going to say, and it's one of the only things that would make a person believe him because that is something that does have the power to change you in a way. Right. Especially because according to, you know, Jax has said that his dad was an amazing man and he looked up to him and admired him so much. Yeah. He didn't really realize it until he passed. And now he wants to be like him and make him proud. Like it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It seems all of his behavior since then. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a progression, but like it all seems real. Yeah. And you, and the way you almost know it's real is because actually of him and Stasi's relationship, 
because the fact that Stasi, who literally was with the monster, is able to see him now as a totally different person and like be friends with him, cheer him and Brittany on, and like Like, totally support them. She would have never if she didn't think that he was a totally she wouldn't have let Brittany she would have been like absolutely not you which they did in the beginning they're like Brittany you can't before his father passed and before he like fully transitioned into the man he is now I remember the girls were like Brittany you can't you cannot be with him when the whole thing happened where he did cheat on her on Brittany and she found out and then the girls rallied behind her and they're like Brittany we cannot allow you to to be with him because clearly we thought he was changed and he's not, but then the father thing happens and he does really change. You know what the other facet, at least that I believe was a big part of his change Mm -hmm. is that Brittany so deeply believed in him, who he really was and who he could be, which like, by the way, this does not normally work. We've all we've all been with guys because of their potential and yeah. like it almost always ends in disaster. But this was one of those exception to the rule kind of things mm-hmm. where I really think that Brittany saw the good in Jax so much so that it allowed him to finally see the good in himself. Yeah. And speaking about Brittany, she is who he needed. Yeah. She is just through and through a purely good person there's no part of her that's mean or sinister or any negative real attributes that she yeah or even like you know how Stasi is so sarcastic yeah which I, I love that about her but that's not like Jax needed you're right Jax needed Brittany remember like when his dad passed that he and Brittany were still in like a very rough patch. Yes. And she took over and basically said, I've got this. Yes. You, you know, like you're grieving. Let me handle this. And she booked the flights and she did all kinds of stuff. And I think he said that was when yep. it hit me. And I knew. I really hope that I think they, they continue to be happy together and that it's like a I lasting I think they will. Thing. I follow them on Instagram and, and they're really cute. Speaking of Vanderpump. I know I said I wasn't picking two from the same show, but this isn't technically from the same show because she's also from The Housewives, Lisa Vanderpump. Here's why I think she's such an amazing villain. She somehow managed to trick probably the majority of people over quite a few years into thinking that she was the victim and not the villain. But man, is she ever. Now, I know that you don't necessarily share this opinion because you haven't watched her on Housewives. Yes. You've only seen her on Vanderpump. Correct. If I had only seen her, I wouldn't even really understand why she would be considered to be a villain. So I the only glimmer that I have of of her villainy is the way she acts with the Toms when they get brought on as partners. Mm. I can see it. I don't like her in that whole thing. I think she treats them badly. And I think she is using them fully. And that that whole thing is not very genuine. And she's completely doing it for the publicity of the show and for her restaurants. And I think that that is where I first saw like, okay, she definitely has it in her to be this person. Because prior to that, I you're right. Seeing her on Vanderpump, I didn't really, she is like the hero of Vanderpump because it's her show. 
I'm sure that she's very involved in the production and she only allows the good stuff to go in. Yeah. I can't wait for you to watch. I will. I'll get around of it. She is so expertly manipulative and she's so good at covertly keeping people where she wants them in terms of the upper hand and the power structure and who reports to who in a friendship dynamic. She's see that I could totally see a a mastermind. You see glimpses of it in Vanderpump, but I can totally see that that's a facet of her personality for sure. And I don't, I don't think at her core that she's an evil rotten person. Like the stuff she does for Uh, like for the lgbtq plus community i think is totally absolutely genuine all the work she does to save dogs like i mean you know it's not that i think she's an evil person but Mm -hmm. but those sort of characteristics of hers and like the way she wields power is Mm -hmm. really something it's so interesting that you just said i don't think she's an evil person because i'm looking at my list and i'm trying to think who i actually think is evil i think chad definitely is evil i think there's no he's like pure evil but i think the rest of mine i don't actually think are bad people they are just portrayed who do you have next my two last people i think actually have the potential so one davina from selling sunset she, I think, is a real bad person. I think she is. There's something very sneaky about her. Me and Spirited is her is her primary character trait. For the sake of being Yes. Mean. She literally is just mean for no reason other than to just be mean. Because Christine on Selling Sunset could also be a villain-ish She's type. on my list. She is? Yeah. So I think Christine definitely is a villain, but I don't think Christine's a bad person. I think she I agree. I think she plays up into it and she's like a reality TV villain. Davina, I actually think is mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I do. In a way that's not even that fun. Like I actually dislike her a lot on the show. You made a really good distinction when you said how there are some villains that you love to watch and love to hate kind of thing. Yeah. And then others who you just like want to like be off the show like Davina's one I want to be off perfectly illustrated with Davina and Christine yeah because Christine Christine, I love to watch Christine is Christine is the show Christine is is what makes the show good Davina I would be happy if I never had to look at her again what she does to Chriselle at that wedding Poor Chriselle. I'm I'm so happy that, like, I don't know if we're getting another season of that show because you've heard, I'm sure that I think they, I don't know what's even going on with the real estate group. I don't know if they're even together. I don't know what's going on. So who knows if we're getting a new season, but I'm so glad that the end of that season, everyone rallies behind Chriselle and is like, Davina, what the- Wait a minute. I don't think I finished the final season. I'm just realizing right now. I don't think I saw the last few episodes. Really? Because Christine's wedding is the finale. Oh, wait, but I feel like I saw that. Or no, you know, I'm thinking of what's her name's wedding. Mary. Because Christine's wedding is the big spectacle. She wears this huge, this big poofy black dress. Oh my gosh, I don't think. Wait, but why can I see her in that dress in my head? I don't know. And to, to summarize, she so Chriselle goes through the public divorce of, of, the, of the actor Oh, from This Is Us. And um Oh, then I definitely didn't see it. Okay. Because so I she, don't remember seeing that play out on the show. She goes through the very public divorce from her husband and Justin Hartley. And Davina 
questions Chriselle the whole time. She thinks Chriselle's lying about the way it happened. She thinks she knew they were going to get divorced and like the surprise aspect is fake with without by the way without any knowledge like she has no she doesn't know justin and she barely knows chriselle or talks to her and just assumes that she's lying i think Davina is one of those people who's like so deeply unhappy with her own life mm-hmm. that she projects it onto everybody else because then she so at christine's wedding she takes it upon herself to in front of everyone be like well, Chriselle, we don't know the whole story. It's horrible. She basically just tells everyone, she tells Chriselle in front of everyone that she doesn't believe the story she's telling about How her own life and marriage. She? It's horrible. You should watch it. And Chriselle has really been through it. I know. And they really, it's poor Chriselle. I hope they give her another season just so she can have a little upswing. <laughs> so why don't you talk a little bit about Christine since we didn't really talk too much about her. um i don't even know if i have anything to add really i just think she's like the perfect villain you know she like dresses fucking impeccably impeccable impeccably yeah (laughs) i said it with a v i said impeccably um impeccably her hair is always put she's like not a hair out of place yeah there's just something so perfectly villainous about her yeah and then she also sometimes like gives you flickers of being a human being. Like remember that time she attacked Chriselle at I don't even remember what how whose house whatever uh-huh. house it was. But then the next day she goes to the dress shop and apologizes to her. Yeah. But then she like turns back around and talks about <laughs> like talks shit about Chriselle from the apology or something. Like she <laughs> just she, she's yeah. like so fully two-faced yeah she is she's awesome though but she's a yeah. one that's gr- she makes the whole show she her drama is the most fun to watch on that show okay so i only have one more same how do we always end so up doing weird that? we um, just so you guys know we didn't settle on a specific number and i actually think we you don't had, even have the same number and i actually think you had more than me and yeah. still we ended up with one left so weird it's crazy okay well mine is from a show you don't watch and it's a show i only recently started watching which is survivor and um there's a guy on survivor his name is russell hans and he is i think as close to evil in a person i've ever seen like he is mean to people for no reason he makes an alliance with girls in like his first season and he calls them the dumb bitches alliance like it is it is horrific and then what's worse about him is he's delusional so he manipulates everyone and lies and backstabs to get what he wants and he made it to the final twice he's been on two he's been on three seasons but on two of his seasons he's made it to the final people and every time he makes everybody hate him and then just stands by all his actions they're like do you regret anything are you sad that you backstabbed all these people and that they all hate you and he's like no i think i did it um he thinks he truly thinks he's the greatest person to ever play survivor Mm, this reminds me of somebody (laughs) (laughs) moving right along um, he truly thinks he he calls himself the greatest person to ever play Survivor. He thinks he's changed <laughs> the game forever. 
every time he's I on mean, it, every time he's on it, he says, I'm the greatest ever. He's never won. He never his he doesn't get any votes both times he's been to the finals because people hate him so much. He even was on a season that was called Heroes and Villains. And obviously he was on the Villains Tribe and he made it to the final of that and lost again. And every time they ask him, they're like, people can't, people are confounded by his 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 actions because they get to the final and a jury has to decide who wins and the jury will literally ask him and say is there anything you regret do you wish you hadn't done this and he's like nope glad i did it hope it's what got me here (laughs) he is a monster and they are like so much so that people who play with him are baffled by that he's just unapologetically horrible and thinks genuinely that he is the greatest person to ever play Survivor, even though he's never won. He thinks he's the best one to play. He's a psycho. Who's your guy? He's got some issues. He's got. I actually issues. thought you were going to say it was that Richard guy who I've never seen Survivor, but I know like so. I remember from like twenty years ago, people talking. He about was him. on season one, and it's not a season I actually watched. So, who was your last person? The ultimate redemption story, at least to me. Scott Disick. <laughs> now I know you don't watch the Kardashians. I know you're not a Kardashian fan, really. I'm so close to but... watching that show, though. By the way, I really. I'm, oh, cool! Okay. I w- I will watch it eventually. Scott was a maniac. I'm talking. You might have even seen this scene because it was everywhere. Do you know what scene I'm about to talk about? I, if once you start, I'll tell you. Where the whole family is at dinner and he gets into an argument with the waiter. Although, to be fair, it's not even really an argument. Like, the waiter is not arguing. It's just Scott arguing. But he ends up getting up and getting in his face and then shoveling, like, a $100 bill in his mouth and, like, down his throat. (laughs) I have not. I have not seen that. And I've got to say, like, I know that not all of reality TV is actually real, but well, yeah. it, it a lot of his really outlandish behavior, I'm pretty sure was real. That's how you know someone's really a villain on reality TV is if it if it permeates other parts. Because for the longest time, the only thing I knew about keeping up with the Kardashians is that Scott was a monster. A handful of years ago, both of his parents passed like pretty close to each other oh wow and he's an only child and he went through a really really hard dark period of time this was even i mean the 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 money shoveling was even before this i think but the stuff with his parents was like a very difficult time and he did a lot of other really bizarre shit and i think even now he still struggles with it like i he's been back to rehab a a few times The thing about Scott is when him and Courtney broke up, it was almost like, and I'm not not blaming Courtney in any way, but something about the ending of that relationship seemed to unlock something in him and he became a different person. Wow. He he and Courtney get along. I haven't seen this most recent season of the Kardashians, Uh actually, putting that aside. Him and Courtney get along really really well oh wow he's an amazing dad he seems incredibly calm Mm -hmm. there used to be this like frenetic energy about Mm -hmm. him that seems to have just dissipated 
Um, he dated, I don't know if you know, he dated Sophia Richie for a couple of years. Oh, I think I did know that. Um, which was fucking insane because she was 18 and he, at the time I think was like 33. <laughs> That's problematic. But besides that, they actually seem to have a, a, a quite a mature and healthy relationship from what I gathered. Mm-hmm. And the family, Chris Jenner is, is his mother. He is her son. And I know that both Kim and Chloe are also very close with Scott, too. Like, I think they really consider him a brother. That's cute. And I know that whenever I see Instagram stories of them having family dinners and like that kind of stuff, there's always a place setting for Scott. (laughs) I just really love it. (laughs) Yay, that's nice. So ending our villain episode on a lovely note (laughs) (laughs) there are any villains you feel like we forgot or you just want to say hi send us an email at tickets please podcast at gmail.com until next time